Hello punters, another edition of Off The Map, the weekly speed map podcast. Uh, I'm Brad Graham here with Lee Dalton again. It's Coolmore Classic Day, Lee. We're at Rose Hill and hopefully we can steer the punters into how these races might be run. Good morning, Brad. That's correct. We'll whip through a few of them and uh, hope that we can steer people in the right direction and uh, find a few little hidden gems there amongst it, hopefully. All right, we'll start with the two-year-olds. So we've got a couple of the key races here. Of course, last year, Cosmic Force won this race for the Colts, went on to start Slipper Favourite, didn't win, and then Kimichi went on and won the Magic Knight before winning the Slipper. So an important race. Uh, As far as these set up i guess a starting point is i love myself um so this horse won impressively in melbourne correct as far as his pattern he's generally a get back and i've only seen him once it's yeah inconclusive but you'd imagine from the draw uh has got to come back he does have an aggressive rider in nash but from barrier seven i'd imagine he's coming back worse than midfield i just struggle to see too much of a turnaround even to 1200 meters that we see i love myself up in the firing line here not entirely clear the leaders um postcode obviously goes forward from a wide barrier the waterhouse bot runner i've said that gerald ryan's got two in it mission river's capable of leading this don't get me wrong but i've gone for kumasi who won very impressively at gosford over the thousand meters that was a quick run race in the early stages and i think from barrier two that'll be the plan with kumasi to drive up and lead with postcode osl then you've got Mission River and Prague, and Agentis is probably one that can be a little bit closer here as well. Slow away on Dubu, uh, very well found in the market that day, and uh, I think today will be a lot closer in the run. So you've got this marked as an average early tempo, so that lends itself to pretty much all the horses getting their chance. I think they'll all get their chance. Um, yeah, there's a speed engaged, but I don't think it'll be crazy speed like the next race. The one to touch on there is um, the Hawks runner, I Am Swerving. Debut at Canterbury, uh, a night meeting, went straight back off a wide draw there and did a really big job to make up ground. Did come through them there. Uh, Barrier won 1,200 metres of both ticks and I think could probably hold a spot midfield here. Okay, it's it's big odds as well. You did mention it there briefly, the Magic Knight. No shortage of speed here. Now, there's a clump of fillies that have shown a stack of it in the past, and how did you see them settling down? Very difficult race to map, six or seven that could lead any given 1200 metre race on their day. Uh, Gone with time is precious to use the good barrier. Again, a Gerald Ryan runner at Rose Hill, uh, led on Debut and was too good, narrowly, but still too good. I think can use the barrier here. Hybrid Theory's got good speed. Dubai Star, the Waterhouse bot runner drawn very wide. They'll want to be very positive there. Uh, only mine's a first starter from the Waterhouse spot stable. Uh, the first trial didn't show electrifying speed, then there was a fair bit of intent last time to get on speed. Adam Hieronymus, a, a front-running rider, so they're going to be positive there. You even get to Stella Pauline, who led last time a change of tactics. Probably didn't intend to be leading, just to be more forward. Wound up leading here, I've got running running uh, fifth, sixth, you know, just stalking the speed. I, I wouldn't think can be leading. Horses like Sansi, Sansi showed terrific gate speed in a recent trial, draws 15 here, uh, would imagine is going to struggle to get up where the band's playing. Yeah, but it's uh, not a bad map for her because you look at it and you see, well, it's drawn off the track, but with so much speed, I guess there is some chance, and and if you go on the Racing New South Wales website and download the speed map from the the Rose Hill racing page, you can see that you've potentially got a three-wide running line here. I think so. And that's not a bad scenario for her. Definitely not. There should be cover there for those sitting off pace in a stalking position even if you are three wide there should be a cover because you struggle to see them stretching out here yep okay now as you say stella pauline is probably going to take a sit and she was very good in the magic millions from that position maurice 
McCartan, or the Morris McCartan, Morris. however you want to say it. People don't come here for the pronunciation, do they? <laughs> no, so not. they're in the wrong place <laughs> if they are. Yeah. All right, so we've got uh, good speed here. Grey Worm, last time out, got a picnic in front. Not the case here. I don't believe so. Uh, look, John Van Overmeer rode Grey Worm last time and came out, I think, with a, an open mindset and looked across and the lead was just up there for the grab. So took it up and was very impressive in winning and it was a terrific ride. We've seen uh, John in recent times been very positive in the early stages yeah. and to his success as well. Uh, this race is a little bit different. We have Zoo Style resuming. Look, people will probably say Zoo Style is more a 1200 metre leading type, but if we go back to the Concorde last year, matched motors with Red Zell in the early stages and actually wanted to go quicker over a thousand on that occasion. So Tim Clark booked, I'm saying Zoo Style leads, Goldfinch up outside, like the Goldfinch we know is a, a, a fast horse um, and then Miss X Factor and spending to win using good barriers, Grey Worm in an ideal world I suppose slots into the one by one trailing up behind Goldfinch but I wouldn't imagine gets handed the lead here by any means. Yeah, so that plays into the hands of a, a potentially a couple of these back markers, you're looking at your tactical advantages, soothing is a very good, very good fresh horse and even Star of the Seas gets the shades on. Uh, a little bit short than what we've seen him over in the past or more recently, yep. but 1,100 metres probably not beyond him. I don't think so. Blink is on first up. James McDonald uh, can probably hold a spot midfield. The last trial uh, see the Stars had was showed plenty of toe and wasn't far away from them. So, uh, look, yeah, 1,100 a lot of people might pen, but given the circumstances of this race with the fast tempo and just going to be smothered away there midfield on the fence, uh, I think Star of the Seas is in the race. All right, going across to the far lap now. This is a race that Chris Waller has won four of the past five years, and he looks to have a, a stranglehold on the race again this year with Funstar. Now, it's the most interesting talking point probably across the entire meeting as far as the map goes. We saw her draw draw wide first up, and mm. uh, she went back to last. Different scenario here, you think? Yeah, it's apples and oranges comparing that race to this race. Uh, it would have been potential suicide going forward over the 1400 in that race from barrier 11 last time there was so much speed inside there were, there were speedy horses uh, whereas today although it's only an extra 100 meters in distance the race shape's so different I looked at quick thinker I said Clark on barrier one maybe you're a, a leading candidate uh, then I had a look at those couple of runs back at Ellerslie and Hastings and there hasn't been much intent. I think until it gets to 1800, 2000, we won't see Quick Thinker leading. So it left me with Spend as the leader. Uh, been on speed throughout um, his career. Just lands there by default and I said, well, what are you going to do on Funstar? There's, there's no upside going back here. Funstar has got the speed early. We've seen that in uh, the first two preparations she had. Yeah. I think from barrier 10, it'll be bang come out positive and we'll get up outside the lead without doing much work here yeah it's a very different setup in terms of where it is compared to probable as well we saw them make their run pretty much at the same time together Whereas if it plays out like this uh, you've obviously got fun star having a good two or three head three length head start I'd on that be, filly i'd be confident that fun star is going to be well in front of probable in the run uh critically that'll be a change of tactics tomorrow if that is the case so uh, stand by for the Racing New South Wales Stewards Twitter to make an announcement in the morning uh, and look we'll probably make an announcement either way if Funstar is going back we'll confirm those tactics, if she's going forward we'll let everyone know so it'll be all out there in the in the public domain early Perfect, alright going across to the Ajax stakes now uh, this is, a lot of these obviously come out of that, that last uh, one by 
Quacker Jack. Now, in that race, they didn't go any hectic speed, and that's why those two dominated. Quacker Jack sits outside of Vega Days again, likely. However, Desert Lord might be the one that pours on a little bit more pressure. Definitely wider. You've got Desert Lord and maybe even Imaging pushing on. Uh, Desert Lord looks a bit of a difficult horse to ride, and if they fight Desert Lord, there's probably not going to be a great outcome. So you let Desert Lord go forward, and it sets up for a fast tempo here. Um, yeah, look, again, a different race to last time, and that's what we see as they get into their preparations here. Horses are fitter, and uh, there's, there's different sort of mindsets going out there. I thought I Am Superman can be a lot closer from the draw here. Went back off the wide draw first up, drawn four here. I'd imagine he's up running in the first five or six here without any dramas. And Almeida's an interesting runner as well, having its first start for Aquas. Yes, how did you you map him? I guess we'll start there before yep. we we'd have a little bit of touch on on his form. But as far as where he sits in his runs? It's, he's got a bit of a mixed pattern. Uh, we saw him win at Deval over the 2,000 metres at Group 3 level, and on that occasion landed in the one-out, one-back. They didn't go hard and quicken nicely off that and was a comfortable winner. Then went to a Group 1 at Longchamp and uh, went straight back from an identical barrier to what he's drawn today, out the back and ran on really well, and that was a, a super strong race it was. So I'd imagine here with a fast tempo on paper, they're not going to be any closer than midfield. There's going to be no one by one today. First up at 1,500. Uh, I'd say mid should be able to hold a spot midfield, but definitely no closer. Yeah, that race you touched on there was won by Circus Maximus, who obviously it's, won at Royal Ascot yeah, in a group one. Serious, so. serious race that was in France. So uh, He's well-credentialed. That's about all you could say. The other one I'll quickly touch on in this race is Cascadian. Mm. So we saw him slide up to be just behind the leaders there last start. I notice you've got him well back in your map here. Take us through your thinking. Correct. Was able to utilise a good draw there last time. Drew Barrier one in a field of nine. And as you said, they didn't go as quick as what people expected. And there was Cascadian right behind them. It's a forgive run. Obviously, there was that incident with uh, imaging on the turn and you have to pen that run and you always have to forgive these horses one bad run. Not that it was bad, but a beaten margin. I'd imagine we see Cascadian back to the pattern that we've come to know since he lobbed in Australia. And that'll be ridden back midfield a pair worse and making a run late. I, I, I don't know if sitting up behind the leaders is quite his go. I think it's fair to say that's the first time he's jumped cleanly too last start. So it is, that'll yeah. be, that'll be important as well. Absolutely. Uh, I suppose the other ones out of that race the other day, Rock will be in a similar position, buried away midfield, minding his own business and having last crack. All right, going across to the group one on the day, the Coolmore Classic. Uh, sweet deal. Now, this is a horse that went a million miles an hour first up. I thought she was really brave to, to get as close as she did. Will they go as hard here, do you think? And in, if they do, what has to happen? Look, th there does look to be a high level of speed in this race. And look, how else can you ride Sweet Deal apart from the way that we've seen Sweet Deal win eight races? Uh, I don't think you change the, the mindset today. Go forward, but there is going to be plenty of pressure. Acting's there down in the weights, drawn barrier 13, went forward last time and went uh, very ordinary. However, blinkers off here, I just don't see any reason to change from going forward. You have to go forward with the 50 kilos regardless of blinkers on, blinkers off. Yep. Sweet Scandal's got to be forward. Uh, 
con from the Waterhouse bot stable holds a spot there, probably behind the speed, I'd imagine. Let those wider ones cross and just get a cart. Invincible Gem uh, went forward in a Villiers Stakes over 1600, so I assume from barrier 16 you've got a chance to arm early and try and get across, so it sets up for a, a really genuinely ran Coolmore. Yeah, I did note that Adrian Bott, the co-trainer of Conte Patero, did say during the week that she's probably better suited with a little bit of cover as opposed to what we saw first up, so I imagine they are pretty intent on taking a sit. Yeah, I think, and it's not going to be hard to do so. You're just going to be able to let that speed work across you and you can drop in behind and take it from there. Pahutakawa, hard in the market. I know she's a little bit of a tease, but it sets up okay for her. It does. Drawn barrier 10 at both runs back uh, and had to do a, a lot of work, including one of those on a, on a day where it was very difficult to make ground. Going to be suited here by the fast tempo. Gets a soft run midfield or a pair worse. I wouldn't imagine any closer than that, given the level of speed in this race. Okay, and you've got that pegged as a, a fast, early tempo. The last race we'll talk about is the Sky High. Uh, really fascinating race because it's a couple of very promising stayers here, uh, of course, headed by Master of Wine and Mustajir. Uh, Master of Wine was outstanding first up, taking a spot. And looking at your speed map, I think the punters who are prepared to butter up second up will be... Very keen to do so if he does lob in that in that spot where you've got him just outside looks or to, just in behind the leaders. Correct. Looks to get across really easily here. Uh, Angel of Truth, the leader, uh, hasn't been able to so far this preparation, but the Angel of Truth that we know and had that great success uh, as a three-year-old was much more forward than what we've seen in two runs back. Takes the lead here, stepping up from the mile to 2,000. The other one stepping up from a mile to 2,000 here is Come Play With Me. Uh, now, Come Play With Me has got a bit of a mixed pattern and hasn't looked like getting on speed in two runs back. Uh, but we did see when Come Play With Me ventured over from Perth to join Chris Waller's stable was really known as an on-pace runner. So I think with a lack of speed in this race from barrier 12, they can be positive early and get across and be on speed. Carif lands there from barrier one by default almost after going back for a wide draw in the Chipping Norton. And then my next runner is Master of Wine, has shown tactical speed probably throughout his career really there was a run there in Melbourne and first up I don't think there'll be any drama settling in the first four here yeah so it's evident from looking at Matt there's a lot of back markers in this race there's a real clump of them back there that's what drove me to say well which one of these can possibly get forward and how I came up with come play with me Norway having its first start for Chris Waller has been forward in the past but it was under very different circumstances and, and a different style of racing there over in the UK. Yeah speaking of different style of races is Mustajir first up really genuine clip with Tory Joy running along a completely different shape here. Different race here completely so I'd imagine has to go back like we saw in the Caulfield Cup when ran so well uh, it was a masterful ride from Bowman the other day drew barrier two and just switched uh, Mustajir off be a little bit more tricky here comes into barrier eight so far with the scratchings and can possibly come in further uh, pending final scratchings i wouldn't imagine can be forward to midfield here and probably has to spot master of wine the main danger a significant uh, gap in the run perfect all right that'll do us for the day make sure you tune in next week for another hopefully stack of insights from you lee thanks we'll again for joining the, us the big map the slipper it's always one of the hard ones in my time it's been the slipper and the everest are the ones that i really feel the pressure to map <laughs> all eyes are on those maps because they're so critical and they're such big races and wagering events so it's when you yeah. do your best work though isn't it <laughs> let's hope so anyway <laughs> <laughs> thank you